Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris, Chris Rogers. I am your host. It is really good uh, to be with you again for another episode. We're walking through the Sermon on the Mount because the Sermon on the Mount is Jesus' blueprint for life in the kingdom. It's his blueprint for what discipleship looks like. And uh, the implication of all that Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount is about how we live our lives. How are we going to live out our lives in the context of Jesus? Uh, and we're going to carry on today with Matthew 6, 19 to 24, which is a whole section on treasures in heaven. And I think right in the heart of this passage is an image and a metaphor that we often pass by. We think it's about something else and actually it doesn't make sense in the context that it's used when we think it's about something else. So I'm going to kind of clarify what Jesus means when he when he says this particular phrase uh, in this passage. And it's a real simple passage. You know, he has basically uh, three things in it that he's talking about. And it's all centered around what are we doing with the resources that we have? How do we manage them? How do we behave with them? Uh, what are we doing uh, with others with the resources that we have so uh, I hope you just find this really interesting particularly this phrase that Jesus uses uh, I'll give you another lens to uh, approach this passage uh, in really so just a reminder if you are enjoying this um, Sermon on the Mount series I think you really enjoy the Bible book by book uh, and this phrase that I'm going to be talking about today that Jesus uses uh, if you want to know more about it, you, you are going to find it in the in the Bible book by book. I talk about it in in the book. So um, the Bible book by book is a, is an awesome walkthrough uh, of every book of the Bible, understanding culture, context, the people, the landscape, the geography, the history, but also then clearly what what is it that Jesus is saying, knowing all of this stuff. So uh, if you find this kind of historical recontextualization of the passage like this is what it meant in the context that Jesus was using it and you would definitely love the Bible book by book uh, thank you again to those that have supported the podcast in the last six months using the buy me a coffee uh, it's just really lovely when uh, people show appreciation for um, the time that's taken putting into uh, recording and producing and putting out a podcast like this uh, it's not a quick um, thing you know the, the research and the preparation for each episode on top of the recording everything else so really thank you really appreciate you uh, if you'd like to support the podcast with buyers of coffee then there's a link in the bio so let's jump in let's talk about Matthew chapter 6 19 to 24 and it's entitled treasures in heaven So why don't I read the passage to us? Sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? So treasures in heaven from Matthew 6. Do not, do not store up yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will B. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Nobody can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one or love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and 
money. So, Treasures in Heaven. So, he starts up talking about storage. What, where are you storing what you have got? Are, are you wisely storing up? Are you putting what you've got in, in a good place uh, that's going to care for it? And then he goes on this little Miranda around eyes in the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be healthy. So, essentially, it looks like he's talking about what you look at in those verses. And then he comes back to nobody can serve two masters. And hate the one and love the other and he's talking about the uh, the god of money and the god of life you know him being the god of life and then the god of money so he essentially talks about money he then talks about eyes and then he talks about money so it looks like he kind of drifts in between with this whole section about your eyes so so careful how you bank or where you put your money careful what you look at and then um, be careful not to serve money so it makes it look like he's talking about two very different things he's talking about money and he's talking about what you are looking at what you are watching and i have heard somebody take those verses 22 through to 23 and preach on them and totally out of context the eyes is the lamp for the body if your eyes are healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eyes are unhealthy your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light within you is darkness how great is the darkness and i heard somebody preach about what you watch what movies you watch i heard them talking about pornography i heard them talking about what you're reading what you're consuming what your eyes are taking in i made an entire sermon over what is your eyes consuming i would love to argue that that is a complete misunderstanding of those verses the entire passage is actually about money and jesus is using a phrase that existed 2,000 years ago to explore money. And so he's talking about money three ways. Storage, something about the eyes, which we'll come to, the other about the master. So let's break it up into three sections. Uh, one, two, and three. So firstly, the first thing Jesus is talking about is watching what you invest your resources into. Yes, he's talking about money, but he's talking about your treasures. So what is it you are investing your treasure? I want to expand it to all of your resources. So the resources of your money, your possessions, your time, your energy. And he uses a story here, doesn't he? He tells us, you know, are you, be careful about where, you, where you're putting your stuff because there are some things that are going to come and prowl on it, destroy it. So you've got moths, which are going to eat the cloths that you have vermin that's going to destroy it by eating pooping on it wheeling it, all that stuff and then you've got the stealing those that come to take and steal actually the stealers you know it's all treasures isn't it it's the money it's the gold it's the jewels it's, every, it's everything uh, that you might be storing in your home because they didn't have a banking system there was no way of investing your money into cryptocurrency into your bank or anything like that so watch what you invest into the question is, are you investing what you have got into something that will last? Because some things will consume, they'll eat it, they'll destroy it. Some things will steal it and take it away from you. Are you actually investing what you've got into something that will last forever? So we can store up our treasures here on earth uh, where we simply can't keep hold of it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be taken from us. Um, all the resources that we have ultimately do not belong to us and one day we'll be gone you know when we die we don't take them to heaven so jesus's challenge is like where are you putting your resources are you putting them into things of earth where they're going to be destroyed 
or are you storing them up this treasure in heaven where it will hold some eternal value uh, and eternal worth so in other words there are poor investments there's poor places to invest ultimately anything on earth will be a poor investment because ultimately you will die and then you'll no longer have your hands on it so make sure you're, you're investing into a kingdom things to things that will bear fruit for the kingdom so you know poor investments uh, cryptocurrency scams you know make sure you are wisely investing what you have and using it for the kingdom uh, that's what what essentially Jesus is challenging us to so I'd love to just ask you, you know how do you invest your resources do you even invest your resources or when it goes in your pocket is it burning a hole and you have to spend it really quick you know I've got friends who they get paid and within days they've gone out and blown it and then don't have enough then to last the rest of the month you know they're not being wise with the resources that they they have and that they lose them so watch what you invest your money into make sure you're putting your resources your time your energy into things that are going to bear fruit for the kingdom of God so watch what you invest into and then Jesus pivots and now he says uh, the eye is a lamp of the body so what's he talking about here and to understand what Jesus is saying we need to understand trade 2,000 years ago and I want you to imagine you're a market stall holder some market stall holders were described as having good eyes and others were described as having squinty eyes or bad eyes so having a good eye uh, or as a trader being described as somebody having a good eye meant that you were having a truthful attitude towards trade you were not ripping people off so what would happen is say you were selling uh, wheat you would have your scales and your scales would be even you would put the wheat on one side you'd measure out the weight and then people would pay a fair price uh, on uh, that that wheat that they were after because you, you'd measured it out and as somebody with a good eye it meant that you were really good at making sure it was even and equal that people were not going to get ripped off so having a good eye meant that you were truthful about your trading and you were not ripping people off and the people were going to pay a fair price for what they were purchasing from you so having a poor eye or a bad eye or the phrase I heard um, when I was in, in Israel was having a squinty eye having eyes that are um, half open having a poor eye was about being greedy and making bad deals so if you were a bad trader you would rig your scales so they were uh, weighted in your favor uh, you would you would make sure that they were slightly loose and were not going to give a good fair measurement uh, when you weighed things out so what you were looking to do you were looking to have less wheat on there for the weight so you get more money for selling less product so you're having a bad eye so what could happen is you could measure it out and you could look at it and you can see it's not even that actually it needed more wheat on there to measure this out so you had a bad eye you would overlook that oh, I didn't see that you know you'd act so quickly that, that the person you were trading with couldn't see the fact that you had given them a bad deal so it's often used with regard to trading and scales a good eye was able to see the correct measurements 
and if your eye is able to give a good deal then you obviously had a good heart so if you were a tradesman and you gave a good deal you were honest tradesman giving honest prices for your honest product then you were seen as having somebody uh, your eye showed people what was really going on in your heart so if you give a good price that you're honest tradesman it was saying there was something good about your heart but if you had a squinty eye or a dark black eye uh, you were you were basically ripping people off and that was saying something about your heart and your greed so let's just read it again the eye is the lamp of the body if your eyes are healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eyes are unhealthy your whole body will be full of darkness in other words what you're doing when you are looking at those scales when you're making that judgment to rip somebody off or not it's actually communicating what's going on inside and if you're ripping people off then you have darkness and if you are being a good tradesman then you your heart was full of light so your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light within you is darkness how great is that darkness so what he's actually doing without realizing it here jesus is making a comment about trade so he's talking about investment of our money now he's talking about trade if you're a trader if you are somebody that sells something be somebody who has good eyes who's able to measure and to make it uh, good adjustments to the trade so that you were not ripping somebody off that the trade was good and balanced and healthy because that dictates something of what's going on in your heart so in the first one is about watching what you invest into is it heaven or is it yourself is it things of this earth it's revealing something of the heart are you are you generously investing into the kingdom or are you investing to things of this earth things that are going to benefit you then he's talking about trade are you going to be a good tradesman somebody who uh, gives people a good deal or are you going to rip people off and that says something about your heart uh, and he says something about you and greed but it also says about something about you and injustice so watch how you trade and then finally he says you can serve two you can't serve two masters we can try but ultimately the two pull us in opposite directions so master number one is jesus jesus who invites us to invest into the kingdom of god jesus who is investing us to invest into his work uh, his way of thinking uh, being somebody of justice and compassion and mercy investing into his work um, being fruitful not just in this life but in the future life being somebody who wants to invest into future ministry uh, are, you know are you investing what you have into ministries that will go beyond you in your life so you, you can serve Jesus and that kind of work or you can serve at the master of money and having a heart that's bent towards this idol of money uh, this idol that says I need more I need to strive for more I need to be securer with my money uh, I've got to put more in the bank uh, and I've got to make sure that I have enough so money is towards greed and God is towards generosity that's what Jesus is essentially saying so we can't serve two masters I love the story of the wealthy farmer who has so much wheat he's building bigger barns to store up what he has on earth so he builds bigger and bigger barns or bigger and bigger storehouses till eventually one night he dies and he loses everything he can't take it with him so it's all left 
to rot away. Uh, what are you investing into? Are you investing into something that will continue beyond your life? Are you investing into something that you will leave behind and then you can't do anything with it? What are you investing into? Are you building bigger barns? Or are you investing into things that will have eternal consequences? So, you know, one of the things I would say is, you know, the money that you have, are you taking a portion of that and investing it into God's work? Uh, or are you investing it into your own security, uh, your own uh, status uh, as a human being? Are you investing it into your own property? You know, the other thing is that, you know, are you, are you using your money to invest into the future ministries? You know, are you using your money to make sure that the church continues into the future? Are you investing your money into ministries that will do youth work and um, pursue justice for people's lives? Are you investing into other things uh, that will benefit others and not benefiting yourself? Now, I find it really interesting that people don't care about cancer until they catch cancer or they get cancer or they develop cancer and suddenly they want to do everything they can to raise money and awareness for cancer it's the same with alzheimer's uh you know people don't care until they have it or a family member has it then they want to champion those things we should care about these things not when we have them uh, but before we even have them uh investing into the fruitfulness of other things going forwards uh the things that don't even benefit you um, so the challenge here is what are you serving? Are you serving yourself with your money? Or are you serving God and his kingdom with, it, with your money? Uh, are you using the resources that you have, your time, your money, your energy, your giftings? Are you using all of these uh, to serve the master, which is God? Or are you using to serve the master of self? So treasures on earth. So Jesus talks about watching what you invest into. He talks about watching how you trade and be somebody who acts justly. Uh, and uses, um, yeah, it, it, it you know, reveals by their actions what's really going on in their heart and having a heart full of light rather than a heart full of darkness. Your trade is what he's talking about. And then this serving of two masters. So the challenge for us, friends, is this. What are you doing with the resources that you have? And as, as a disciple of Jesus, we're told not to put it into the things that will be destroyed. Don't invest it into the things that will no longer be here and could easily be taken. Uh, make sure that you are somebody who is seeking justice and uh, is a good trader, is, is a good person who makes wise, godly choices when, when engaging with others over trade. And be aware, what, what master are you serving? Are you serving God? Are you serving someone else? You know, looking at how you spend your money. And a friend of mine a few years ago got a highlighter pen and they just they took their bank statement or it was just a random bank statement and they chose to um, highlight everything that was for them and everything that was for god and they went through and simply highlighted the two different colors just so they could see on their bank statement how um, how many things were for them and how many things was for somebody else and i thought it was really interesting you know could try doing it looking at how you use your resources uh, and often we feel guilty and this isn't about guilt at all this is simply about becoming people who invest into Jesus's work rather than investing into things that will will not make it, that, you know, are going to be stolen, are going to be destroyed and are going to be taken away. Um, so asking yourself that question, what is it that I'm actually in reality doing with the resources that I have? So, friends, there you go. Treasures in heaven. Watch what you invest into. Watch how you trade. 
and watch which God or which master you serve. Friends, until next time, grace and peace. Have a blessed week and we'll catch up soon.